Altino Shade, uh, Tony LNJ, what type of tea they serving? Is it Lipton? Probably the type that Kermit be sipping. Take your mouth and start the clicking. This dope trio delivering substance with subjects that's busting. Uh, make you want to join a discussion. Real people, real topics with a little bit of gossip. Out in the Bay, ripping 8 1 trade. Uh, it's Altino Shade, Altino Shade. Ladies and gentlemen. May I have your attention, please? Welcome, welcome, welcome. What, what up? up? Hey, guys. Welcome to All Tea No Shade, the podcast where we're serving tea without the shade. Like we always do. Like we Sipping. always do. So go ahead and pull up a seat and let's start the sip sesh. Oh, yes. Hey, I am ready. Hey, hey. All right. So we are on to our first topic, which is who am I? Yeah, and I'm winning. Am I? The girls, M Sugar. Are you winning? I'm winning. In your, in your another life, maybe you're yeah, winning. Yeah, I don't know about that, Tony. I, right now, the score on. is Jay at nine and Tony at five. I it's told y'all in the very first episode, the very first episode we ever did, I said, I am really good at this. I'm going to win. Y'all didn't believe me. And listen, we got 1,000 episodes to go, That's and true. I will finish. That's in first place. <laughs> we got 1,000 episodes to go. <laughs> All right, so let's just go ahead and dig into it. So this young lady is focus. 39. She is currently residing in California. She's had a host of a ton, a ton of different movies and TVs featuring her, her being a um, side actress. Beyonce. No. She was born in Germany. She had, um, (laughs) she's a current television host. She's a businesswoman, an author, a singer. She's married with two kids. Wendy Williams? No. That was a good guess, though. She is a famous family member. Taraji P. Henson? She does a lot of work with. Taraji P. Henson? No. Her own show right now? Beautiful naturalista. Listeners, who is it? Living in California right now. Currently living in Cal. That's not really good. But she's from Germany. I know everybody from. Everybody living in Cali. Germany. Germany. From Germany. She's black or white? Hmm. She is mixed. Biracial, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and a current piece. I don't watch anything. It ain't J Lo. I don't watch any. Oh, Jada Pickett Smith. Nope. No. Nah, oh, I do love her new yeah, Red Table. Red Table. Yeah, Red that thing is ish. All right. People love the transparency. Refocus. Um, dang. What's your score? You got four. She got four. Fuck. About to get five. I gotta like. get this. <laughs> um, can't let her tie me. From Germany. Born in Germany. Biracial. Current TV show though I don't know Current TV I don't watch show. TV man that This is hosts. my problem That she hosts 39 years um, old Mixed girl Hmm Married Married Two children Two children And has a famous Sibling Famous sibling That she does a lot of work with Or she in the past Used to do a lot oh, of work Oh um Hold on Uh It ain't Tasha Smith is it No I do love Tasha Smith though I don't know who Tasha Smith is She's Tasha from Smith. Why Did I Get Married The loud one on the All Tyler one. Perry's though Oh Oh, what's the comedian? No, she don't have kids. Um, yeah, I don't know this one. Are you guys checking out? Do you guys? Okay, I'm going to give you the opportunity to ask me one question each. Okay. Listeners. Before you tap out. And she's married, you, you say it? Yep. Okay. So, Jay, your one question. What network is she on? That is a good question. I think you stumped L. <laughs> well, let me find that out. Hold on. In the meantime, we got some time to keep thinking, Tony. I am. Um, um, I'm trying to think who who she might be married to. So my question is: uh, Is her husband an uh, athlete, former athlete? No. Uh, damn. Damn, that's a pretty good one. She has a 
you would think with the the, the clue being man, whoever it is, is some recent news. That's yeah. what L do. Yeah, but who the huh. hell been in some recent news? I'm about to Google. Don't be googling mm. nothing. Don't be cheating. Google. She said it wasn't Wendy Williams. She already did. Um, she's on model. Fox. She's on Fox. We got no Lifeline. No. no, I don't watch Fox. Fox racist. So y'all both asked y'all question. I'm <laughs> I don't know. Y'all. Yep, we don't know this. I one. give it up. We yes, are stumped. We are listeners. Me. Let us know who you they thought it was. Me. Oh, I don't know why y'all didn't ask about who her famous sibling is. That's what I would ask. So I'm talking about Tamara Maori. I want to get it. Oh, from yeah. Sister Sister. Oh, I would have never got yeah, that. Got the got twin it. sister, though. Yeah, she has a twin sister that she used to do a lot of work with, obviously. Yeah, I remember that. So she's been recently in the news talking about her daughter, how she prayed that her daughter had, would have brown skin and black hair, pretty much that her daughter would look like her. So mm. if mm. you see her first child, I think it's Aiden or Aden or whatever the case is, she is also in a biracial relationship. Um, depending on if you consider her black or not. I yeah. do. But mm. um, her son... No, you don't consider her black? No, I do. Oh, okay. And her son looks white. And so apparently... So the her, husband's white. Yeah, the husband's white. Okay. So when gotcha. her daughter was being, you know, was cooking, she was really praying, apparently, that her daughter but, would look like her. But how does that make the husband feel, knowing that you really wanted that? I mean, I think everybody wants your child to look like you. I think so. Right, but for you to know that well, okay, now that you word it that way, you just it made it seem like she just made, wanted the kid to look more black. That's how I think. I think it. she did, but she wanted the child to look more black because she wanted the child to look like her. I got you. Is her is the the guy she's married to is is he Caucasian? Yeah, yeah he's Caucasian. white. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't really have a preference when it comes to, to that. That is some that is some scary shit. You worried about this kid's gonna coming look like out, yeah, coming out. That's some scary white. shit, man. But they say that the black gene is the more dominant gene. I mean, I don't know how the true darker that is. gene you think. Well, they used to say like a drop of black would show, but there are people that show like I think I think black might be a, a dominant gene because people who are mixed tend to look mixed, mm. right? They tend to look black, um, maybe like a little lighter version yeah. of black, but they tend to look black. But there are a few where they you would never know that they their mother or or their father or whoever was right. was black because they yeah. just look straight black. I have a few friends like that. I like I wouldn't know unless they show me their. Parents. There's a famous singer Haley or Housley. It's a I thought she was white. She looks straight up white to me. Mm. I think I know who you're talking about. And apparently sure. her mother is black. Mm. And so she actually identifies as a black woman, but she legit, like I thought it was a Rachel Dozal thing. I was like, what's oh, yeah. she doing? Wow. Because, but Rachel Dozal looks more black Rachel, than her, actually. She does. Like she looks straight up Rachel white. Rachel had me food. But her mama black mm. and she'd be about that cause. So mm. we'll see. All right. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's well, cool. That's five. Five. I love so, stumping them. So she's, she has five. She's tied with Tony. I just want to let Tony even know that yeah, <laughs> i'm not even trying though i'm like kevin durant now watch out oh you're gonna come back yeah right. i always come you're back. gonna join a super team no pretty much lebron did it too now all right let's go ahead into our <laughs> listener shout out who you shouting out today shout tony out, uh, listen to shout out goes to rena harassmai rena hey rena <laughs> rena is my bestie i love her so much rena is located out here in Tampa, florida who follows a lot and also give us a big helping hand sometimes too yeah she definitely helped us in the live show and she's always down to support all team no shade so thank you so much rena that's a cool yes. shout out. thank you rena for all that you do harass me harass me all right guys so how was your week hey. my week has been super fantastic because i had my first four-day work week Oh, I forgot how much I hated week. you. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, it was fucked amazing. up my friendship, bro. Can't help it, man. I mean, you know, I, <laughs> I'm we happy all, for you, though. We all can't have great schedules. Yeah, I'm happy for you. Mine sucks. But it's been, it's been a good... 
I mean, it's some long days. Doing those 10-hour days, like, that last hour is definitely tough yeah. compared to normal. And going in earlier is kind of tough. But, um, yeah. So, I had a three-day weekend this past weekend. I enjoyed uh, it. Got so much done. Got my Finally got my passport uh, completed. So Nice. When I do you am, go to Cuba? Cuba is August, August 8th. Oh, I'm so, so excited uh, for you. I'm just ready to start booking everything now. now I'm, I'm, I'm a cash app. Like, I want to go to Jamaica soon, so guys, get ready. I'm hey, a cash app. You. I need some cigars. Hey, okay. <laughs> I'm a cash app. That's still an Shade fan vacation. Oh, my God. I'm so down. That would be dope. But yeah, I, so that was my week. It's been good. All right, Tony, how's your week been? My week's been good, but it's been boring. That's, dun, dun, dun. It's been long. Yes. I've been doing a lot of working hours, so. I've been working. A lot of working out or a lot of working? Working hours. Not oh, okay. Man, I, I'm allergic to gyms. Everyone I hate you. I'm allergic to uh, iron because when I touch it, I just swell up. Uh, <laughs> somebody take him. Somebody, <laughs> anybody, but not me. Take him. <laughs> How's your week? Yeah, boring week. My okay. week has been good, actually. I performed last night. Um, yeah, and it was well. First, I did. Oh, I had a I had a, a crazy week. So first of all, I dyed my hair myself. That's good, you though. Did a good job. Like a, Thank you. I decided to go back to bleach blonde, like platinum, platinum, platinum blonde. We're going to make a post up a picture of her hair, guys. All right. You guys, I'm so sorry about this whole Instagram thing. I'm not big on pictures, apparently. <laughs> I thought that I was, but apparently I'm not. But, um, but yeah, I went bleach blonde. I did it myself, and it came out really great. And then I went and performed last night. And I hadn't performed in a minute, months. And so... Hmm. I was definitely a little bit nervous, but it worked out well. Yeah, that's good. And so I was happy. Was that um, performance with um, your girls or just you and your um, mentor? My dance partner, dance no. Partner. Um, this was with my team, Zapphire Tampa. It's okay. a lady salsa team. We yeah, work on styling. performed in a while. Yeah, yeah it's okay. been a minute. So it was cool. And I just love the girls. Like, I love the bond. I love the sisterhood. I just, it's yeah. a good feeling to be on stage with girls you really, really enjoy. So... Mm-hmm. It was great. And now we're leading up to Congress season, which I guess you guys don't know, but Salsa has these big, pretty much think of them as festivals. They have them at hotels where they rent out all the ballrooms in the hotel for the weekend. And everybody gets a room in the hotel and then you're just partying the whole weekend um, in the ballrooms dancing. And this is called what season? We call them Congresses. Oh, Congresses. Yeah. So now this in June is when we start our Congresses. Um, There's going to be pretty much a Congress every month or every Mm. like two a month. Going to the White House. And hey. so Orlando Salsa Congress is coming up, which is one of the best people from all over the world come to it. And so we started, we're performing pretty much every weekend until then nice. to get cleaned up and ready for OSC. So well, I still haven't seen you perform yet. So yes, yeah, so I'm going to, I'm going to invite you when it's local. It yeah. was in Orlando. You need to back up. Yes. I mean, I got a little leotard. You could throw it on. I ain't, no, I ain't putting on a leotard. Do a little twist. Just give me some pants. Give me some of them plastic pants. Plastic. What girl, boy bye. <laughs> boy bye. All right, well, guys. Tight. So I have something really exciting. You excited, Tony? I'm excited. What you got? I'm excited. I got too. something extremely in- exciting. Got we got good. a new segment, y'all. That's right. That's right. And the segment is called That Sounds Familiar. That, that sounds, sounds familiar. familiar. <laughs> All right, Jay, why don't you go ahead and take it away? All right. So this is what we're gonna do, listeners. Every song that you're about to hear in this segment or any part of the show, you can find on our All T No Shade Spotify playlist, all right? We want to make sure that we're giving love to the artists who create the songs. So any song you hear, you hear there. Now, that sounds familiar. This is how it's going to go. I'm going to play five songs for Tony and Elle, oh. and they have to guess 
the name of the song. I'm terrible. Or the artist. The artist. Okay. Y'all got me. All right. And so the good thing is these songs are only from the '90s to present. Okay. So I'm not going too far back. I might have a chance because you have a chance. You're young. I won't. (laughs) All right. So I want y'all, the listener, to also try to guess these songs before they do. I need a. Now I need a a call a friend. Call a friend. I'm gonna ask you that for your. Who am I? All right. So. Are y'all ready for song number one? I am. Let's go. All right. Song number one is. This is a oh, new song. I, I know it. I know that old beat though. At first it sounded like CeeLo, but now it's three just people switched. had this beat. Even Mary J. Blige got it. I need it. the song to come on. This is a present song. Present song. Yeah. I ain't heard this before. Bruno Mars. No. Let's have sex. I ain't heard this. Is before. this Chris Brown? No. I don't know who that is. Is this K Camp? No. Is this? I hate that I'm not up on music. I'm terrible days. with new music. This is so. This is a new song. I knew. I knew I was gonna stump you guys because it just came out on Friday. Oh, okay. Well, you ain't shit. That's how you introduced it, huh? You ain't, you ain't nothing. So this is Jeremiah. Oh, okay, Jerry. Featured, okay, featuring Ty Dollar Sign, and it's called yeah. The Light. Cool. All right. So I want to be in the darkness. Bump that. So that's a zero zero on that one. Next one. I think y'all should really get this one though. Is this the roots? It's common. No, no. Yeah, common in there. That was definitely in black. What does it call that movie with Latifah? Wow, it sounds like Common. It's not though. How y'all not know this one? It's a classic. Most deaf. There you go. Nah. <laughs> it was Common related. That was most deaf. L got that one. Most deaf. All right. So one one zip. So y'all real hip hop fans. I love most deaf. I don't really I love do. Bla- I, I used love to love Black deaf. Thought though. Yeah, I still love Black Thought. Yeah. Though. He had a um, Black Thought actually had a new album that came out uh, maybe two weeks ago. Mm. But I need some down south. Music. It was just okay. Down Most south music. My, yeah, I gonna stomp me on all my this, Brooklyn this brother. Stuff like, nah, some of these are, some of these are, are classics that you should know. All right, here we go. Song number three for those paying attention. CeeLo. Yeah. Well, I remember. I remember. Well, this is CeeLo's one character he plays. This is his other his other character, his artist in his mind. Doesn't What's the correct name that he goes by for this song? I forgot, but he reminded me of Crazy is the name of the song. Crazy right. is the name he of the song. He reminded me of Prince when he did it. He came up with another name. So, yes, it is CeeLo Green, but he goes by Gnarls Barkley. Yeah, right. He can this keep song, that. Crazy. I, this, I love this song. I still though. get that because I got the name of the song. You get it. Tony, come I'm way on, too man. competitive. I'm sorry, y'all. We both got that. I just didn't say I it. When, <laughs> I remember when I lost my mind. That's a great song. That isn't a bomb song. That's a great song. All right, Tony. This one you have definitely got to get. So I got to say it. Okay. Is this now, no, number four? This is number, this is four. number four. four. Now, as soon as you hear the beat, you're gonna know it. So be quick. Be quick. Oh. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Snoop. <laughs> I said it first though. Ha. You said Snoop first. I started saying it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's my ish right there. Can we, that let's let that ride. Let ride hey. Get it. Hey. Snoop put out some stuff. 
Okay, so the craziest uh, thing. Well, Pharrell them did that beat real, right? Is, Snoop, 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 right. Yeah. The craziest thing is like the newer generation has no clue who Snoop Dogg is. It's funny. Like they were like, that's the guy who. Wow. No, they were like, that's the guy who does the cooking show with Martha Stewart. Like they don't know who he wow. is. It's a lot so of people didn't crazy. know who he was until he. Uh, was featured on the movie. With, that uh, breaks my heart. It does break my heart. What's the movie? What movie? What movie? With the uh, Dr. Dre movie. NWA. Oh, oh NWA. Oh. Like my kids didn't know who Snoop was until they saw NWA. Wow, Snoop man, he's been he's probably one of the top five. You think about it as far as like sales and of all time. Oh yeah, Snoop yeah. probably top five. Got to. He had a time. white crowd too. When you win that white crowd, you got him. All right. So what's the score? Um, that last one kind of close. Tony was no, it. I got it first. I give it to her. I was singing it. Okay. <laughs> but I she got said it. Name. You got to say the name. All right. So it's three to zero. Three zip. Come on, Tony. You got to get one. All right. This one is a nineties. This is the last one. Last one, listeners. Where are you at? Did you get it before Tony and L? <laughs> last one. Next. That's Mary. Nope. I thought it was Mary J. Blood. Oh, 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 yeah. God damn it, I know this song. Come on, Tony. I've been doing my oh, own thing. I know the song. SWV and Vogue. No. I forget her name. That ain't, no, it's one, it's one chick. I don't know who the name who sings this. God damn it. <laughs> I suck at music. Come on. I forget her name. Shanice? No. No. Come on. What's the name of the song? I've been doing my own thing. Yeah, but I forget the, what the wow. hell is it? I forgot a name though. What it is? So it's Groove Theory. Dang, I would have the name of the song is Tell Me. So that yeah, was a group? I wouldn't have got that. Uh, it's not really a group. She just went by the Groove Theory. Oh, I, I thought but it was a single chick. Go by her name. All right, so L L wins that. We're going to salute to L. She got three. Salute. Cheers, guys. Sip, I'm always looking for a reason to drink anyway. Sip. Sip. <laughs> I want to know. Sip, I want to know if the listeners won first, but. Who beat me? Every song you heard right they now, if you go to the All Tino Shade um, Spotify playlist, you will find these songs on that playlist. So there we go. And that is That Sounds Familiar. I love this. Cool. Yeah, this I is a music. cool new segment. I'm super excited about this. I love music, this. so we're always going to switch it up. He's our music man. Like when I wanted like a good soundtrack or something, Jay is definitely the person to go. So check out that Spotify playlist. He has the best taste in music, and it's Love all it. across the board. Like, it's not just focused on, like, just one type of genre, so it's nice. Let me write this go down. So, Tony got three, L got zero. <laughs> um, <laughs> wrong. I got three, and you got zero. Uh, we can bounce back every week. We won't keep a total score. We'll just say it's one zip. We'll just go every week. Yeah, we'll just uh, go every week. All right, Tony. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to beat you every week, though. It's Nothing. okay. We want to give Ella an opportunity to play a little bit, I too. I like to play, too. Damn it, man. Ooh, like That's what he said. Too. I'm just saying. All right, so let's go ahead and switch over to our main topic. I'm actually kind of excited about the main topic. A good good main topic. All right, so today's main topic, we are talking about double standards. Gender double standards or just double standards? Just double standards, yeah. I think think whatever. Okay. Let's leave it it open. But I know there's definitely a lot of gender double standards. Oh, heck of a whole Um, lot. So the most obvious one is the hoe. Yeah, oh. that, that women can't have mean yep. sex partners. As so men. men get to be player players if they get to play, if they play, date play, a play, lot of women. Up. Yeah, and women are date, hoes. Date or sleep with? Sleep with. Okay. I was trying to be P 
PG. Yeah. Politically. Um, so if you sleep with a lot of women, you are a player. But if you sleep with a lot of men, you are a hoe. Yeah. And hoe being a whore, a whore being a <laughs> negative connotation, like yeah. not being good. And mm. so why do you think that is mm. these men need people to sleep with. It's for them to be a lawyer. <laughs> right? That's true. I mean, so I don't know why it is. I think that maybe it's based on a lot of societal things that we watch and see. Do you guys still subscribe to this idea or ideology that like, oh, based on the amount of women, amount of people that a woman sleeps with, you you can judge her in a negative sense? No, I think I think that mindset is actually a young minded mindset. I think anyone in the 20s who who think that um, are just trying to compare themselves to other people. But I used to be like be like that. But now I again, I think I've said on other episodes. I don't really care about anyone's sexual past experience. And once they start dating me with me, that's all, that's all fine with me. Like, I don't care about it. So I don't, I do not subscribe to it anymore because it's unfair. It's unfair. It's not right. And we all should have the sexual freedom to be whoever we want. Tony. I agree with it. Um, but I, I still do kind of keep that. It keeps me steered away from women. If I know she's, doing her thing on a regular, I kind of stay away from it and it'll lead me towards that. What makes you stay away from her? Just multiple guys. Yeah. Multiple guys. It just, it it does. I, I, I try to break that. She's not a hoe. She's living her thing. She's, she's, she's living. She's single. She can do that. Yeah. But at the same time, ain't nobody I really want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think, honestly, personally, I look at men as hosts, too, and right. I don't mess with them for the same reason. Like, if I see a man that I feel like is approaching every woman or is having multiple sexual partners, mm-hmm. to me, he becomes less attractive. Um, and I'm talking right. about, like, current situations. So I don't necessarily care about his past, but if I see him currently doing something like that, that's mm-hmm. not something that's going to entice me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not... Well, wh- why, is that, why is it that way, though? Why is someone's sexual activities looked at in negative connotation why why is that hmm. because at the at the end of the day they're still i mean i guess i guess it's really how you look at sex um i lost my virginity really 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 late so i think i definitely in the past for sure and even to this day a little bit i'm a little bit of a prove when it comes to certain things or i'm a little bit old school when i look at certain things <laughs> cuz i didn't lose my virginity till i was in my 20s but um and you waited late I did wait late. Were you waiting to get married? No, I wasn't waiting to get married. I was waiting for somebody who was worth something. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I had a lot of goals and a lot of dreams and a lot of women around me were getting pregnant. Like college, my freshman year, my freshman roommate who was supposed to be so good, she used to look at me crazy because I used to go out. She got pregnant. And I was like, she's so good. And she got yeah. pregnant. And it kind of scared me because I was mm. like, I have all these dreams and all these goals. And like this girl is just out here being good. And she's pregnant. And she got dropped out of school. And for me, I also came from, I'm the only girl and the youngest. So I have three older brothers. I just had a lot of protection. And my daddy's still around. Right. So I come from a n- nucleus family. And yeah. so I just didn't have... They used to kibosh a lot of things. So college is my time to like be a yeah. hoe, and I didn't get a chance to. Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't. I feel like someone's sexual activity should not be used against them because, um, especially if they if they're being safe and they're having, uh, you know, we're adults and sex is something that unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, something that we're created to do. 
And so I, I think it is based on how you look at sex, how yeah. you feel about right. sex. If you feel like sex is a deeper connection and, and whatnot, then you don't want to do it. But I I would absolutely date someone who was being as sexually free as I have been in my life. But currently? With, with the STD absolutely. rates and everything going on, that don't play like in, in the back of your mind? And I think this is also where I'm, why I'm so concerned because my mom is a nurse. Gotcha. And well, she already beat it in your we, head. But shouldn't we be more aware anyway when we having sex about STDs? Whether it's one person, or well, people aren't. People. We, we mean, you, we talked about this in a previous episode. People at the end of people the day, raw is ideal, <laughs> and so, but that is not the best way in terms of being safe. Yeah. And so, if I find somebody who's having multiple sexual partners, I'm thinking multiple exposure. So I'm not right. necessarily caring about the fact that he's dating a lot of women. I'm caring about the fact that he's exposing himself now to a lot of um, potential STDs or STIs that he can now contribute to me. Because I've met a. T- I, and I think also my social network. So I know I actually know people with AIDS who are living with HIV, yeah. who are living yeah, with AIDS, and and I know multiple people. And I can when you know them and you see them, they look like everyday people. Right. There's no like listen, this idea where you can look at them and tell is is a lie. Like one of my yeah. friends is legit fine as fuck. And is living with HIV. Like, mm. fine. Like, people are constantly trying to get at her. Yeah. Like, fine. And so... Because I mean, HIV is not the death sentence that it used to be. I mean, it's still, Yeah, but it's still so. a death sentence at this point. Unless you are Charlie yeah, Sheen. Right? So you can live 20 more years. Right. You can live a longer life. It's not like, you know, back in the day when you got HIV and it be turned gone. into full-blown right. AIDS in like three years and you were gone. Now you can live there for, you know, you can live 20 years, 30 years. But, you know, if, you're, if you catch it when you're 20 and you live to your 40, 45, that's still not a full life. You know what I mean? and you deal with a lot of complications because of it. And so it is a death sentence. I still think it's a death sentence. I don't think so. I kind of forget that, that people are living, they have, well, I won't get too much detail, but yeah. I know yeah. people that's living long lives. People are dying from cancer and other things. That yeah. I mean, you can before, get taken but, tomorrow, right? Yeah. But, I don't know. I think just, I just think sexual activities is for me, it's not, it's not a, it's not a deal breaker for me. I, I would say current sexual activities isn't a deal breaker mm-hmm. for me. And, and also how mindful is that person about being safe, right? So yeah. I know a lot of people who don't have that conversation. Like, so when do you last get tested? When did you, mm-hmm. like, they're having sex with someone. They've never had that conversation. And I think it's crazy because that's a conversation I have before I have sex. Like, all right, so when did you get last tested? What was your results? What was, what's going on? Like, these are things you should know because if you've grown enough you to do it. Know. But sometimes you just want to get that nut. <laughs> That's just be real. I know, but you should That's go in too, there with a. What you say, Tony? That's true. I understand yeah. it, but I'm, I'm with y'all on the uh, current. You gotta have activity. a conversation, and I just feel like current activity. Also, I'm just looking at like if you out here screwing a bunch of people, then you ain't worried about me. I'm just mm-hmm. adding. I'm just added to your list. Where do you think double standards originate from, though? Is it something that our parents, excuse me, our parents passed down to us, or is it something that? Is innate in us, or is it something that society has passed along? I think it's society. I think it's innate. Hmm? You think it's innate that it's just part of who we are to, to I, have a double standards? I I know I'm gonna get flack for this. I don't know if I want to say it. You already started it now. Okay, so I th- I think we are all equal, men and women, but I don't think we're all equal in the same things. 
And so I think, you know, women, we are catered to certain things. And I think men are catered to certain things. Mm. And I think that's where the double standards originate from, right? They originate from the genders and what they're most catered to or they're most you know what they're most focused on right so men is most focused on being virile and being you know physically fit and being a provider and being secure and a woman's considered home right so everything that is incorporated with being a home like that is where she's going to benefit and so the double standards come based off of that idea of like if a woman's a home she can't be out there giving the home away to everyone Mm. right but I don't know if that's innate, though. I feel like that's taught. I feel like our, our parents pass this stuff down. Or a lot of that's times... That's what I'm towards. Yeah, a lot of times I feel like it's more women on my, the parents or mom to say, oh, don't be with her because she fast in the pants. Yeah. She's a hoe. You know what I mean? Like, so in, as a young boy, you, th- you start thinking about that. You know I, what I mean? I think it's past that. I, I used to watch a lot of older, mo- older movies, like Westerns and everything, and, you know, the black and white movies. Yeah. And... You would have the wife that doesn't work. You have the cowboy or whoever. I'm just making up stuff or whatever. But that one that would go out, come home. But if she cheated, it was she would be considered a whore to the town. Can yeah. we talk about that? And then versus the guy. Yeah. So if if a woman cheats, it's almost always the end of a relationship. Oh yeah. But if a man <laughs> cheats, it's generally not Baby the end of a relationship. It's the end of a relationship right. for me. That's Fuck a, that. That's a double standard too. That is but a huge double why standard. Why do you think that women are more lenient or forgiving of that? Because we all have sexual needs. Like right. I think because again they have been taught that this this part of who men are. Men are, are dirtbags. Are dirtbags or dogs and they just sleep around and I think women just start believing that. But all men aren't like that and all people aren't like that. And so I think it's just, oh that's just who he is, so I'll just try to work through it or whatnot. But someone cheat on me. I'm done. And if yeah. I cheated on them, I want them to be done with me too. Yeah. You know? And so... So sometimes double standards work for you though, right? So in that situation, the double standards kind of work for men because men are considered... I actually think it's an insult. But men are considered yeah, to be, be um, controlled by their physicality, right? Mm. So like men are like, oh girl, it's just a man. He can't help himself, right? That's like the common saying of you've heard, right? Like mm-hmm. he can't... If a woman throws it at him, he's going to take it because he can't help himself. But to me, that's actually insult because it's it's completely giving away the fact that you have a free mind that you're an intelligent human being that you can make decisions based on who you are and and what you want in life versus just passion right but double standards do help like double standards help me as a woman i'm gonna pay for my dinner i mean i I think there are way more maybe it's not way more things that benefit women than men really i don't even drinks at a bar yeah, like the guys expected to pay for that. Why can't the girl pay for it? I know. Yeah, I was I thinking mean, about that the other day. I was. Well, I don't buy. I was drinks. eating free. I was yeah. eating free, and I was like, "This is really suck to be a man." <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, and that's why you get so much pushback now right. these days from young from men because it's like, "Lo, I know you as much as I do. Why am I paying for everything? Like, right. I don't want to pay for everything anymore. Like, come on, yeah. give me a break." So there's that whole idea, and I keep seeing it on like Facebook and Instagram where it's like, "Oh, it's always a woman who posts it," and it's like, "If your man is, if you're splitting rent, right. then oh my gosh. he's not a real man." How right. do y'all feel about that? I hate it. I, I actually hate that mindset because uh, I do. I look at it as this ain't what your parents and grandparents had yeah. of, of the uh, cost of living. So that's how I look at it. But uh, I think the man, I ain't going to say I think he's supposed to, but more than likely, like me, if I'm able to do that, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pay most of the bills. But 
you have to put in consideration of, of today's time. The time is especially because y'all salary is probably about the same anyway, if not more. Right, if not more. But it's not. It's not more. I said, if not more. If, if it's not. more, it's because she's done more. But um, I, I mean, I'm agreeing with you. I feel like. I really feel like you have to have these conversations. This is the thing with double standards. You got to really talk about it, right? Because at the end of the day, like, should a man... Yes, back in the day, men should have paid the rent. They should have paid all the bills because women were not working and women also got paid... There was a huge disparity in what women get paid. Now, there's still a disparity when women get paid. Women get paid 70 cents or 80 cents? No, 77 77 cents um, compared to a dollar for men. So women are still making less than men. Yeah, for doing the same job. For Absolutely. doing yeah, the exact yeah. same job. So and it's still significant. That's a statistic number? Yes. No, yeah. it's pretty true. That's why, I think that's why President Obama tried to do the... Um, the He put some kind of um, law in, into effect to help you know get women better pay. Mm. And so, Mitigate it, yeah. Yeah, I can't think of the name of it. I don't know. I just, I personally do not. In my profession, I, I know that, like, I've looked at, I looked at the statistics, and based on, like, what women make versus what men make, yeah. like, at the tenure that I'm at, there's a, a $25,000 difference. Really? Isn't that crazy? That's huge. Yeah. Huge. Somebody doing the same job. The same job. And then mm. you got to add to the fact that, you know, black people typically get paid less, too, mm. than other demographics. I, but going back to the point, I do hate the fact that they think that men have to pay for, have to every, pay, right? pay for everything. Right. It's like I, or like a double a double standard that men have to face is that if a man wants to be the stay at home parent, right? People look at that and it's frowned upon and negatively. Say like, yeah, negatively. It's like he he's a weaker man because of that. And a lot of times, I know a lot of uh, people who are happier that way because yeah. the, the woman makes more money and she can sustain she can what she do it. it. Yeah. So it makes I, more sense for them to do that. So I've come from unfair. a unique situation where my father made less than my mother. Mm-hmm. My mother made more, significantly more. Um, and my dad took a lot of the traditional roles of a woman right. in the sense that he took me to school every day. He picked me up every day. Like, you know, he's the one who yeah. is with me the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was later in life. My parents are old, like old. They had me at old. They had me old. And so he had already retired. He was just chilling. And so I, I think for me, a lot of that has gone away. I, I still debate whether or not I could have like a stay at home dad. I don't think I could do a stay at home dad, but yeah. I could do a dad who made significantly less than me and who maybe like worked part time or, or like worked as a teacher so that he could be home with the kids. Yeah. But it's it's a hard thing as a woman to get over. And I say that with having the situation or the lifestyle that I had where I literally saw my dad. He was retired and he was able to pick me. I like my relationship with my dad is so tight close, and so right? close because of that, because he dropped me off in the morning. We would have breakfast. He picked me up at you know in the evening, and we would talk. And I tell him about my day. Right. And so I was much closer my, to my dad than I was to my mom when I was younger. Yeah, I think. But still, yeah. society has told me that like a man that cannot contribute or like financially, is financially not a, not is not. not you'll be talked about with your friends as well. Your friends won't even let you go by that. You know, you'll be talked about in the corner. Child, that's the girl who doesn't stay home. You know what I'm saying? You know what's crazy yeah. is in the group I did a, a post about um, what's the ideal man and woman. I did it for each each demographic, man and women, and every woman for the most part said that the ideal man had to make at least sixty thousand dollars and up, right? And every man said um, it could be like thirty five thousand. 
for that for that partner. And it's mm-hmm. interesting because we don't we don't think about that because you're not a, looking for someone to help you in this or pay your bills. No, right? You're looking but, for someone for other things, right? But why should women be looking for that man to pay those bills too? I don't think. But it's honestly, right. anyway, the the real thing though is, I mean, this is the issue. I think that stereotype or that idea or that double standard is real because still to this day, maternity leave sucks. Like for company, like my maternity leave at my company, if I I get I don't get any maternity leave pay so i can take up to three months right right? but i'm not getting paid for those three months so now my partner's ability to to take care of me and my household is really freaking important because if if i'm if i'm paying for everything then and we don't get paid for three months now i'm still wide open and i gotta go back to work like that's a huge like i think about stuff like that when i'm dating people i'm like can they take care of me in the sense that we decide to have a baby like if i'm really like thinking about like Mm -hmm. you know the future with him can he take care of me if i'm having a baby and pay my like pay the bills because i want to be i want to take the full three months for me i want to take the full three months if i have a baby right and I get zero dollars. Zero. Well, speaking about, you know, children, that's a double standard that women have to deal with. Women are expected to have children and they don't have them or don't want them. They're considered to be selfish. Oh my women. God. Yeah, that's a double standard. Child, you just spoke time. a word. Can I just say, <laughs> man, y'all, y'all don't understand how many times people have asked me legitimately. They're like, how old are you? I'm 32. Right. They'll be like, oh, you don't have no babies? No. So how many abortions do you have? Wow. It's not a question. <laughs> abortions have you had? They yes. Wow. It's not a question if, if I had one. Like, right. It's it's how many you had. And I'm like, wow. I have not had an abortion. I haven't had a miscarriage. I've just been very careful. Yeah. Like, And then they look at me like, I am the weird person right. because I haven't had babies. Mm. Do you guys get that? You've had babies, Tony's, but do you get that, Jay? Um... I don't necessarily get that something's... I get more so a combination of not being married yet and not having kids. It's mm. when some people people think something's wrong with me. Well, what's wrong with him? He ain't, he ain't married yeah. and he ain't got no kids. I definitely get that. Shit, if I can do it over, I'm stay with you at. Yeah. Thanks. Do you, um, <laughs> so here's the one I want to ask. Mm-hmm. Why can women clown a man's bedroom skills, but women get a free pass on whack bedroom skills? Mm. You talk about women not being good. It falls on deaf ears. But you talk about men. It's like, oh, that's a that's, talk of the town. Yeah. I think it kind of goes with the whole player player situation, right? So a man, a woman is not necessarily supposed to be quote unquote based on this whole what? double standard seasoned, yeah. right? So she can be a little whack. Nah, she but can't a be man, whack. She he's supposed be to be a player, mm-hmm. and he so nah. he's supposed to be nah, seasoned. Uh-uh. I don't agree, yeah. but I think that's where the idea comes from. I I think I noticed what with women that's whack. They think just because it's, it's wet and you get off, they think that's it. Like, yeah. that, it, it shouldn't be nothing else, but that's, that's not true. Not that's at not, all. Not at all. We don't want somebody just laying there and, and men, just, and, and just boring. And men get clown all the time <laughs> right. about that. But you better not be no lame. You better, you better not be a two-minute man. Like, right. wait, how about you? How about you can't be a whack? You can't just lay there. You right. can't be, you know what I mean? Like, it's a double yeah. standard for sure. And, but it's also like conflicting ideas, right? Because you're supposed to be this demure, submissive, like you know, girly girl, fragile, um, you know, qu- quiet and clean. And then, but then you're supposed to be a, a complete and total freak 
you know, mm. in the bedroom. And so it's a little bit of a, like a double standard because even like, I think we had, I think we had a, uh, there was a post about a woman who was like, be careful what you wear because what you wear, you're going to get the men that you want. And for me, I literally don't care about what I, like what I, what I wear. I don't agree with that either. It's just based on what I want to wear and what I think is cute and what I'm feeling like. So I will, I will put on booty shorts. I will put on, but I also will put on like a huge t-shirt and, and, and chucks. And I, I literally don't care. Yeah. Like it's whatever I feel comfortable but at that, that also, moment. Th- th- does that also matter with like what atmosphere you're in as well? Like if no. you wear something. So like you wear the booty shorts like to a restaurant versus a club. Yeah, I wear a booty sh- I wore the booty shorts to the little Rocco's Tacos. You did. <laughs> I damn sure did. It did. So you thinking people from the outside that were looking at us like she might be on the freaky, freaky side? I think that men have an idea when you wear certain clothes that that, that is supposed to be a testament to you. And I'm okay with shutting down that testament. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm secure enough to be like, what I wear isn't a reflection of who I am. Right. But I think a lot of people do. So if a woman wears short shorts or she's wearing stuff that it's form-fitting, there is a double standard that she is uh, a hoe versus if a man wears like... But men can't really wear anything that's going to be considered sexy. Right. Sometimes I see men without no drawers no. on, just flopping around. I ain't got no drawers on now. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> This is part you of gonna life. get a yeast infection, nigga. Exactly. <laughs> nah. Like I see men Sometimes all the time in sweatpants, especially just or basketball shorts is even worse, just flopping around. Right. But nobody questions them. I don't know. I will say that I definitely will look at the style of dress in some women and not say look at it in a negative light. Yeah. But if if there's two women standing side beside each other in a, in a bar, and one of them has their booty out or that or their or that their breast out, another right. one has form-fitting clothes on that's classy or whatnot. In my mind, I'm not saying that other people might think it's different. Right. I'm probably going to check, go for the woman that's it's dressed classy. a certain way. Yeah. Not, not saying that's a negative thing. It's just for me. And that's different yeah. for everyone. Everyone's, no, I think yeah. what you wear is definitely a reflection of who you are, but I also just don't, I don't know. I'm very weird about that because I just feel like I'm, I don't care. That's probably what that comes down to yeah. is I just literally, I don't care what people can, cons- what people think of me who don't know me. If you know me, then you know, cause I literally can go all month and look like a boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the next month I could be in short shorts and really form fitting clothes. I can do both. And it's just depending on what I'm feeling. Hmm. But I do know women who have been, um, judged negative negatively about it, and I feel like clothes has nothing to do with what you do. It's it's just a reflection of like your style. One yeah. thing that that steers my mind to the whole side is like women that wear like the real loose tops and the, the Oreola, whatever that thing. Nipples <laughs> out. Not, yeah, you know, part so of nipple is showing. Mm, I love no, like, that. but if it's just like constantly always showing, and you're going out to a function, and you already you left your house. You got hard nipples. And all the mm. nipples out. You left this house and mm. you know you having wardrobe problems already and you still come out. I'm going to. Sometimes you don't know this until you get there. Though. Man, people know. People going to lean to that. That's bullshit. People know on your way out. This shit is not fitting, feeling comfortable. As no. Much. It's too loose. This is the thing. Clothes, I, the longer you wear it, stretch out. So you might come with. It might be perfect. I've had that happen to me where a shirt will be literally perfect when you put it on. And then the humidity or you're like. Like you're dancing, whatever the case is, stretches it out, mm. and then all of a sudden you are in wardrobe problems. Right. 
You know what double standard I really can't stand is the fact that women can hit men hey, and we can't hit them back. I got yes. That right here, like, bro. That's the double standard I cannot stand at all. I don't believe in it. Um, yeah, I don't believe in it either. Um, I wouldn't... I, I would never I hit I a man. I will hit your ass if you if my life is in, in danger or you you know, did something, knock me in my damn eye, and you just won't stop. I'm going to hit you to get me off. Knock, knock the tooth out. Right. But Listen, I, don't, I ain't going to come home because you ain't, you ain't cook or clean up and, and strike you. But I have three brothers. Okay, it's this is a hard one, though, right? I have three brothers because men be hitting women way more than y'all think, quite frankly. But oh, I, I, have, I don't doubt it. I have three brothers, and so I think I'm distinct in the sense that pisses me. I've gotten into a fight, fist fight with women. Because you're not going to hit my brother because he can't hit you back and <laughs> yeah. think you're going to get away with it. Yeah. I'm going to put hands on you because yeah. he can't. Right? Like, I've seen women just straight up smack them. Right. And, like, I'm like, this is unfair because he literally cannot do he anything. He can't defend himself. If he hits her back, he's the worst person in the right. entire world. So then men have to, like, hold you and shake you and do right. all this random stuff when you're literally physically assaulting them. Yeah. I think that's insane. Right. But yeah. my mom always said never hit a lady. But if she lay hands on you. She not a lady. Yeah, that's how I look that's at true. it. That's true. That's a good. I, that's I'll a be honest, my mama. You know, I, I, my some of my friends, and I got you know friends even on, on Facebook. They were like, a man should never hit a woman. They try to be stern about it, but bullshit. When that shit come to reality, it's mm-hmm. <laughs> well, some Sometimes of it. Like even when reaction. I watch like World Star and stuff like that, and um, the guy sit back and, and the nat- guy hits it's a back. Reaction. I literally be like, I, some of that is just instinctual. Oh yeah, right, exactly. exactly. Somebody exactly. hits you your instinct kicks in like you're asking them to stop and process the fact that this is a woman hitting them some of this is instinctual you hit me i hit you back especially after you've been sitting there taking on this all this this negative energy towards you for two three minutes five minutes you're trying to hold yourself back like oh i'm not doing anything and then all of a sudden you get hit in the nose you're like oh did you all see the clip in the bus there's mm-hmm. this clip. I gotta mm-hmm. see if I can find it. If I, I find think it, I, know you're I will about. put it on like our a subway or something. Uh, yes. Right? yes, I know you're talking about. Yeah, 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 no yeah, shit. So you start slapping the guy shit. <laughs> is chilling, just right. straight chilling, sitting down, relaxed. This girl's going ham mm-hmm. on him, and he's like, "Yo, just leave me alone. Just leave me alone." Like she's just going ham. I don't even know yeah. what she's going. F nigga, she's doing yeah, all this like, shit. But like right. in his face, and then mm. she hits him. He lets it go the first time. Right. He's like, don't do it again. You can see him getting hot. Mm-hmm. And then she hits him again, and he loads off on her. He reached back to Alabama and Ooh, slapped geez. the shit out of her. <laughs> and people were like, oh, he's a, you know, they were calling him bad names. I'm like, I'm nah, sorry. I'm on his side. Yeah, she, I'm she on did his it to side. herself. Don't lay hands on anyone. You're, you have the mm-hmm. right to defend yourself. And the idea that women are cannot inflict her right. or inflict physical pain is a lie. So what, what do we do that's say? I always say you act like a man, get hit like a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, don't hit me like a man because I'm a girl. I don't even want, I, I kind of don't want to take it there, but like my brother had to fight a gay girl, like a, like a butch. Yeah. Sure. yeah. <laughs> so she, you know what I'm saying? He had in the mindset, he said, I didn't want to hit her because she was a girl. I was like, dude, she acting like a man. You beat her ass. And she not, don't hit ladies. Right. If you, and if you act, and if you're not acting like a lady, then yeah. you up for game. I, I feel like if anybody bring, puts their hands on you, then it's an open invitation That's how to put I look their at hands it. I've only ever hit one person, one woman, and that was my sister. And mm. I was like 19, right. and we were arguing in the house. She had just moved back from California. We're sitting there arguing and whatnot. She's in my face, and I'm in her face. And she takes her cup, and she smashes the cup right in my face. Mm. And my natural reaction, I didn't even, it wasn't like I thought about it. Like, she hit me in the face. I cocked back. Boom. And I punched her straight in her chest. Right. And I immediately felt like shit. Right. Oh, and my I was God. Like, I was like, oh, oh. Cause I, I mean, I, I punched her like, right. like, like a dude. Like yeah. you didn't mean to. It was instinctual. Yeah, it was instinctual. 
And ever since then, I said I would never, I would never hit another woman. But I will shake the hell out of you. Yeah, I would put yeah. your hands on me. Yeah. I will make you think think about twice about doing that ever again. My brothers used to shake me. They used to hit me when I was younger. But yeah. like when I got into when I got a little bit older, they would start shaking me. I think that's when they start realizing that men aren't supposed to hit girls. Right. But they would shake the shit out of me. I used to do my little sister. I used to do my little sister wrong. I used to beat on her because she used to tell on me. Just to get a, she would tell on me to get both of us in trouble. Oh, I used to be a tattletale. Y'all, I could not if stitches got so, stitches, I got so many stitches. I used to beat her ass, and, and my mom used to always, you know, I'd get in trouble just for hitting on her. Yeah. Them. But, uh, you can hit your sibling. But one time, I, I, I beat her so bad that, like, she just. Did you feel bad? I felt horrible. Mm-hmm. I felt so horrible that day, because all the other times she used to fight back. Yeah. This one day, she just didn't. And it just made me feel like you ain't terrible. shit. Right? You ain't shit. So ever since then, me and her became like the best. It's siblings. weird how your siblings are because you hate them when you're growing up. Right. Yeah. But like you hate them, but but you love them at the same time. Because I blood. remember yeah. like I would not be talking to my brother. I used to be really scared of the dark. I'm, hmm. a, I'm a baby. <laughs> like super scared of the dark. Even until I was like older, like 15, yeah. 16, I was scared. But like, like I remember being like eight and being really scared of the dark. So I never yeah, used to light, sleep. Light in the room. I never used to sleep at long. I used to always sleep with my mom and dad. That's why I didn't have no more kids after me. Nah, cop blogging. And at one point, my parents <laughs> just started locking their door and I couldn't take it. And so my brothers would let me sleep with them. Mm. And so, but they wouldn't, we wouldn't talk. Like I would, we, like during the day, we wouldn't talk. Yeah. Cause we were mad at each other. But then nighttime came and they'd be like, come on, come on. Mm-hmm. Cause they knew I was super love. scared, yeah, you know? Love. And they didn't yeah. want me to be in my room by myself being freaked out. And so they would come and give me a little cuddle. And they hate me in the morning, but during the night, they love me and let, yeah. let me chill with them. Tony, here's so, a, let me ask you this question. Do you think women who have a messy home, is uh bad like is that a double standard that you have because i know a lot of times oh my god that is a huge like, double standard yeah, jesus like guys can be like messy but women the most can be. dirtiest homes ever <laughs> yeah. dirty I'm, I'm not that way I, my, I keep my place clean no jay's house i is always clean, judge a woman off a bathroom amen off a, i don't care what the the, the the kitchen looks like or whatever it's that bathroom that, yeah. <laughs> that toilet like, needs to be it needs to be clean i've been i see no i've been i see no Piss things, no blood, no none of that stuff, uh, no damn tampon that's been sitting there since last week. Oh, I just, yeah. I can't. Man, that's, oh. A, that's a double standard. Right. For sure. I will. That is a huge or, double standard. Or if yeah. I see like some some messed up panties on the ground, I, I, it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> I got to so go. So here's a really interesting double standard um, about, especially in this Me Too area. So men being sexually harassed versus oh, women being sexually harassed. I wrote that down too. Y'all taking all my stuff. Sorry. Great mind, thing alike. So men, I think it's like very socially acceptable to kind of <laughs> like harass a man, be like, "Hey, boo, what you doing?" Absolutely. But when we report it, though, we're looking most, at funny. Most exactly. Yeah, you'd be considered exactly. crazy or gay. Yeah, because you're supposed woman, to just right. be okay with a woman hitting being, on you, being touched inappropriately, right? Having sexual touching comments. people booty. Yeah, like having. I do all say the time. I touch people booty. So why all is the time. that? Why like is that when booty. we go to? Why is that when we go to? Don't HR? they dare touch me? Because we're supposed to be why is it super when strong. When we go to HR and complain about, I mean, I'll touch him in the job. Susie's being inappropriate with me. Susie's being. <laughs> Most men just suck it up. They just go home and it's like, you know right. what? It's not even worth the headache. But you know, what's even crazier, the HR person's gonna look at the man like, what the fuck? They're like, not gonna believe him. Right? They ain't yeah. gonna believe you at first. Gonna believe him. That's just, but that's just in general, not like even in the work setting, just in in life. Like women can be very 
almost to the flirtatious. point. Not flirtatious, but demanding in the sense. And men are supposed to just take it. While if you're a man and you're like demanding, a woman does not necessarily mm. need to take it. It's, it has a negative connotation. And so why do you think men are like, if a woman, if you hit, if a woman hits on you or it's just like, hey, hits you up for just the sex or just the D and you don't <laughs> take it up and she starts calling you the P word that Tony hates. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we, ain't talk, we ain't talking about punk either. No, we're not talking about punk. I don't hate the word. Then like he, it, there's some negative connotation on him or there's some negative like slack for him because he's not here. He has available uh, kitty cat and so he's not taking <laughs> it goes back to what you said and men are, are supposed to be this uh, these, these dogs these hoes these mm-hmm. people who just want to have sex and that's it that's not always the case I think men are you know they say men we are bigger than women and we're stronger than women and so we just supposed to like just be able to take whatever gets given to us, but that's yeah. not the case. Not everybody wants to be felt on. Like, yeah, we want we want to be felt on by people we are attracted to. Right. 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 That's, that, that's Same thing with part. women. Yeah. Okay. So here's something to a lesser extent, right? In terms of getting ready, so men are supposed to consider are supposed to get ready in like five minutes, right? So this whole metrosexual mm. man who like, takes care of himself is like has like a. a skin regimen or like actually con- like cares about what he wears i was about to say i was a metrosexual just you said the skin regimen no you don't have that but no. like you care about what you wear yeah right those are those people a lot of the times are perceived as gay absolutely opposed to like a woman it's okay for her to take forever or to be really conscious of her style but if men are conscious of their style then they're considered gay. Why right. do you guys think that is? Um, it's it's I don't know. I, I I look at it as how I grew up. Um, I grew up you know on the hood side, so men the men didn't do that. Right. Uh, when you when we did have a friend or someone that actually spent extra time in the, in the mirror, we always looked at them as weird. Mm. Maybe he's gay, maybe everything. But then again, you got you got your pretty boys. You got your pretty boys, right? You, you got your pretty boys who just you know uh, what, what what's the guy? Damn. I forget his name. I was on the show. God damn it, Pretty Fontaine. Some shit he just always say. Oh my god. He's just spent his time in the mirror. But um, <laughs> I don't know. It's just. It, it's just. I think it just depends where you. I ain't gonna say grew up, but. Do you yeah. think that style and flamboyancy maybe because women can be anything really like that's a benefit. I love being a woman, quite frankly, um, because I can kind of be who I want without really being judged. I feel like mm. men get judged so harshly in terms of sexuality. Oh, absolutely. Right? Like, based on just, like, the stupidest things, like style or just taking care of themselves, right? Like, if a man is very particular about his style or he's very particular about something, or if he's just, like, like chilling and is with the girl and is like, hey, boo, right? That's supposed to be an indication of his sexuality. Yeah, I don't know why that is. I mean, I, my entire... I've always kind of dressed differently from, from most people. And so I've definitely got... People who you know thought I was gay because of the way I dress or how I, mm. I look good. I like to keep my beard looking good. I like to try to be stylish. I mean, I'm 37. Someone the other day was like, "Oh, Jay, Jay trying to dress young. He 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 old like us." And I said, "You know what? Because we're old, don't mean you got to dress ho- horribly. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It's like I ain't got to dress like an old man. <laughs> you know you what don't. I mean? Like I can still be stylish. Yeah. You know, I still can you look a certain be. way. Right. You know, and so or whatever you like. So I don't know. I mean, I honestly, I'm like you. Like, I don't really care what people think about me when I right. when I wear my clothes. Like, I'm gonna wear what I want when I'm in the mirror. Now, I don't take an hour to get ready. Maybe if I think about the entire process, yeah, like shaving my head, yeah, grooming right. my beard, putting I, my clothes on. Then yeah, maybe. But I personally have had people ask me if you're straight. Oh yeah, I get it all the time. Mm. And I'm like, no, he's real straight. 
he's he's real straight. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they'll be he like, did a lot of coochie. Yeah, I'm like he he's a hoe. He's a hoe. He's a hoe. He's a hoe. Hoe. No, I am not. Um, no, I'm not. But they'll be like, you know, because you're so you care about what you wear. You're yeah. stylish, and and I'm not aggressive. And, and you're like, not, I'm aggressive. not I'm right. aggressive. You're very guy. chill. I'm chill. I'm laid back. So. But you also are in touch with like your feelings. You're Absolutely. in touch. You mean part of this is kind of being with your job, but like, you're a life coach. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be in touch with your feelings. Your feelings. You have to be in touch with because you can't you can't teach people or train people on being in touch with their own feelings and their own thoughts if you are not in Absolutely. touch with them too. But I've I've gotten questions about it, and I'm like, I don't. To me, I don't think there's anything necessarily gay about you. No. Right. I don't. It never has triggered in my head like that you might be shooting for the other team, but yeah. that's also because I know you're a hoe. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> oh. But like the things that people get triggered about with you are like the fact that you're stylish yeah. or the fact that you are in touch with your feelings. And so, how does that a, feel where that double standard is working against you? Oh, I absolutely hate it because it's like I worked hard to become the man that I am. Yeah. Like, like I got tired. Like I literally got tired of being angry all the time and being non-emotional it's like caused so much problems in my relationships that right i was i was i was just not emotionally available and i said i want to be a better man and fuck when one else thinks so right. what, what do i have to work through to do, to get there so I, I i used to hate it but i feel like people will always talk no matter what and That's, those, yeah, and those yeah and those once who, you get older you just don't you just yeah. stop caring what the fuck other people and the, think. The people who aren't in your circle are going to have to make up something in order to make themselves feel better. Right. You know, and so I definitely think that's a double standard in general. That just not for me, but women can be emotional all the time. Yeah, but, we're we're given that license. Yeah, but to men be cannot be emotional without being in touch with our feelings. But and we're human. Like human, right. our feelings and our emotions are part of who we are. You guys, Pickle. I sorry. Yeah. I honestly really like in the heart of my heart believe the fact that we have so much violence and we have so much problems and it's all derived from men is because we don't allow men the space to be emotional when they they are every human being is an emotional human Mm -hmm. being right like they say statistically that men actually do worse when it comes to like their significant other dying than women because men they when they, they love they love hard. Yeah. I seen older people die uh, when a woman dies. The older man would die like months mm-hmm. later. Months right. later, Absolutely. because men and, and and statistically or not statistically, but what I've heard is that men actually fall in love faster than women. Yeah. I know this idea that women supposed to fall in love quicker, right. but it's actually men fall in love faster. But men are not allowed to say it or yeah. allowed to express it. Yeah. And I feel like there's so much violence because. We're t- we tell men, right? Like the difference between men and women, women were allowed to express our feelings. We're allowed to be emotional. We're, we're given that space and it's okay. And I feel like men are not allowed that same space. Yeah. And because of that, they stuff it down. Mm-hmm. And because they stuff it's it down, pent- get it gets pent up. Yeah. And that's when you have these mass shootings, these serial killers. You have these people going into school, shooting shit up. Yes. And like you, ha- I feel like so much of that is derived from men being told you need to be unemotional being told at a very young age to be to man up to suck it up to man up suck it up a, don't be a little girl you're you never know? told yeah. that as a woman i like mm-hmm. and i maybe i'm just uh, i'm a little bit different because i literally grew up with three older men like three brothers and my father but i was given a lot of space to be 
freaking emotional. Good. Like I was given a lot of space to feel the way I feel and to express it the way I want to express it and to be like, it's okay. And so even to this day, like I, I'll call my brother and I'm like, I'm sad. He'd be like, that's okay, baby. He's mm-hmm. like, what you want to do? You want to go do something or you want to just be sad or what you want to like? I have a lot of room to be who what to feel whatever I way I want to feel and mm. I feel like men don't get the oh, same we don't we we should be able to we should have those same rights because it's part of who we are so, so that's definitely a double standard that works very yeah. against men um here's a funny okay Tony I see you. Uh, um yeah I was going back to the little before we went off or whatever Go but, ahead. Um, but uh like certain words men can't say like what such as like if you see a dog or whatever we can't like say that's a cute dog like using the word cute it's so funny because i don't think of that but huh? some people do though some people yeah, yeah. Some, some people raise their eyebrows at, at a guy really? if he says something about that's a it's, it's or the word all so if a dude uses the word all I like love but think about it just think of your six foot five boyfriend saying all to a puppy yeah. or, or something like that you're gonna raise your eyebrow at them naturally most people do Someone said the other day that men can't say K in the text. I absolutely hate it. Yeah. I understand it. Um, well, why? Why can women say K? Man, let me K tell you something. Um, guys can't say K. That, and that K was like, just seems like, for when a woman says it or a right, man says it, it sounds disrespectful. I used to go back and forth texting. It's like three years ago. I used to go back and forth texting women or whatever. And they would always text me back K. Uh, and my best friend one day texted me. He's back, mm. text me back K. And I, and I felt some type of way instantly. Yeah. And it was... It was nothing that I had to think about. It just made me feel like, nigga, you ain't a girl. Why are you yeah, texting me this word yeah. K? And I'm like, and I text him back, nigga, put okay. Be okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's definitely some double standards. What about this one, though? Um, when it comes to sex toys, right? Women can be. Now, here's one thing that benefits women about sexuality. Women can talk about and buy all kinds of sex toys that they want <laughs> and be okay. But if a man tries to buy a sex toy, he is he's, considered a pervert or, yeah, or a freak pervert. or something wrong. He's a Are you real talking about freak? that? Like, when, remember when men had that fake, that fake woman mm-hmm. that oh, was yeah, cute? Was and it was like outrageous. Like, oh, men about to replace women now? Yeah. yeah it's like, don't talk why can't we, Why can't <laughs> men have sex toys? Like, if a man brought, mm-hmm. brought out a sex toy. Because men's supposed to get real women. Supposed well, to because they're supposed to be players. So why is the dildo mm. okay? To, you, you know, for women. Because women are supposed to not be having mm. sex with multiple people. So it's because they can't have sex with multiple people. They're supposed to find other ways to be sexually satisfied. That's where that's it, what I it, think the origin it, of it. it. Does it depend yeah, on the type of toys we have? Because like I don't think us men should have dildos waiting for somebody to come over. Yeah, I don't own. I don't. I own a couple of sex toys. I don't own no dildos though. Mm. Like I have some handcuffs. I have some blindfolds. Right. I have some stimulators and stuff like that. Right, but. I, man. It was funny. I had an old friend, dude. It, I used to, um, this guy. He had got out of prison, and it was just effing shocking. He came to me. He's like, "Hey, dog, you want to buy some vibrators?" <laughs> and I looked at him like, "Nigga, you just did eleven years. Like, <laughs> I don't want no fucking like, no. And then he was like, "No, let me explain." He like, "It's for your lady." And then I was like, oh, "Okay, you know." But I instantly went went there like you went crazy. Yeah, You're like, like he- dude. <laughs> dated men who didn't have toys but wanted to buy toys for me mm-hmm. wanted to buy toys for me that you had you already used no like he <laughs> he didn't he he likes toys uh-huh. to use them right. yeah. and so he wouldn't like use the one that he used with somebody else yeah i'm like that and so he would like, just buy a new one gotcha. i'd rather go um, with my girl to go get the yeah, toys. I've done that too. i don't want to just have shit around because then you collect the shit you go break up then you're gonna have these toys you can buy and more. You got the own way. <laughs> exactly. But, um, have, you, have you heard the term um, sex positive before? Like, the hell sex, is that? Sex positive. 
So basically, sex positive means having or promoting an open, tolerant, or progressive attitude towards sex and sexuality. So it's a term that's been born out of feminism for the most part that people have started talking about starting to use more often. And so I think it's a good term because a lot of the double standards that do exist do center think around sexuality and sex. I'm trying like like, literally so hard to be so open-minded, but it's so hard to work against these double standards because you're taught as, I don't know, maybe I come from like a little conservative background. My parents are still together. Uh, I come from the Caribbean. And so there's a lot of like notions or thoughts about women. Um, And it's actually very, very contradictory too, because like the same, it's fine for you to go to a FET. So I'm from Trinidad or my family's from Trinidad. And so it's okay to go to a FET and for you to wind down the place and walk up your waist and do all this kind of stuff. But if you wear inappropriate clothes around town, you're considered a hoe. So it's a hard thing to work past. But I mean, so I don't mean to cut you off, Jay. I'm sorry. I focus. I, I refocused. I refocused. Sorry. I was. No. I mean, you got me on this new train of good. thought. I was just asking. I was just going to ask. Do you do you think that both of you do you think mm-hmm. you have a positive outlook on sex and sexuality for both men and women? Not necessarily. Uh, I'm not talking like the LGBT LGBT community. Like mm-hmm. talking like just for straight men and straight women. Yeah. If someone says a straight guy says, "Man, you know, I like I like getting my booty hole played with." You know. A lot of people say Yeah, I think I'm fine with that. I've dated a bisexual man. Really? Mm-hmm. A bisexual man? Wow. dated a bisexual man? I've dated a bisexual man. I know a lot of women that won't do that. I do too, but then the whole idea that you are supposed to date, like, all women are supposed to be bisexual is weird. That's a double standard. It was very awkward, though, I will say. And so it was odd and it was weird. And at one point I did tap out and was like, it was too much for me. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) like, we didn't have sex or anything like that. But we were talking and I was really considering him. Um, and I, it took a lot to like consider above and beyond like the fact, like as soon as he told me, and I was really grateful, we started talking and going on dates and we weren't hooking up or anything like that. But he told me, he was like, you know, I don't want my history to be, uh, something that throws you off guard and never want you to be walk into a room where you don't know what's up. And so, just right. so you know, mm. I'm bisexual. So I date men and women. And so if that's a problem for you, you know, you need to let me know, but I am obviously very interested in who you are and very interested in pursuing this and so i was it put me in a situation where i had to really think about it like okay so this guy is great he's financially stable he is emotionally available he is doing all the things like like the both of both worlds yeah he's doing all (laughs) the things on my checklist that i want and it's him it's his sexual his his fluidity his fluidity fluidity yeah fluidity a problem for me and so i did i kept i kept dating on him but i kept dating with him but i definitely did not take it you know to the next level right. but it was definitely very hard at least you had your mind open for it. why why is it more acceptable for women to be bisexual and be okay with it i mean i've dated plenty of bi- bisexual women. i think women. men uh, men romanticize bisexual right women. we we hoping for that woman to Bring, you, bring that extra woman. So doesn't that doesn't that show that sexuality is a spectrum though? Like, if 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 men can fantasize and be okay with women being bisexual and liking women, like 
why are they so against not all so i mean there's a lot of open-minded men right because right. like, i have no I have, I have a lot of gay friends i could care less yeah but a lot of men aren't okay with that with a man being about oh you should say yourself you don't you know you kind of struggle with it as well yeah like, shouldn't it be at the same i i think it should be the same which is why i continue to date him yeah. um it was hard though it honestly yeah. was because at some point you start dating you start questioning his masculinity as if he can't be masculine and be bisexual but um but yeah, it's it's very hard to date a person who is openly bisexual when you're a woman and he's a man. And I, I thought like, oh, this is a terrible double standard. I knew it and I was working against it, but I couldn't. Like I couldn't get past some of the things. Um, and it's, it's a, it's a terrible double standard because women who like women who are straight or, you know, bisexual, it's a bonus. Like men are like, yes. Right. But I also think, like, sexually, in terms of, like, what you want, like, men want two women together. Men don't necessarily want to be two men. Men want it, but far as, like... You know what? I found some... (laughs) I had a friend who messed up and lost his girl that way. Once you open Pandora's box, you gotta be careful. Yeah, exactly. What you about to say, Tony? That's what I was about to say. Yeah. (laughs) What you you just said. So, you just gotta... But I feel that way... Men want want that to play around, but not nothing, like, long-term and think you go marry and everything. That's that's not gonna happen. It's different for everyone. So, this is my last question on it, and I'm gonna gonna bow out on it. Um, Do you think that um, double standard will ever go away, or Mm -mm. will it always stay in society? It would always stay. This is a miracle. I think the genders are so different and unique. And I think... This is the problem. I think that we need to embrace the fact that we're different. Men, women are not as strong as men in terms of physical structure, right? Like, like literally by definition, their bone mass is... Is that a double standard, though? I mean, that's just something... But is that more culture-related? What do you mean? Versus, let's say, like, I'm going to break it into a racist thing. Like, white white and black, depending on... No, I'm not going to break in white and black. It's just depending on your culture, like how you grew up Mm -hmm. and what you was around. will make you think that way. No, like, by definition, by science, like... Men, their bone structure is stronger than women. That's why they like I agree with men that. should I, never hit women because a your ability to produce muscle, your ability to gain muscle, your your actual like physical like your actual bone right. is so significantly more dense than women. That and that's, that's why what, women should never put their hands on men because they already know that exactly. That's why women should never right. put their don't hands put on. yourself in jeopardy. But I feel like we don't. I feel like because we are different, there always will be double standards because of that situation. Mm. But I don't necessarily agree with it i'm like you know i'm super hippie so (laughs) my idea is that you approach people the way they are for whoever they are and you accept them in a in a holistic perspective all right so just but okay so here's one thing that i will say and i just actually was um pumped about this women having criteria and men not having criteria like a woman can have a checklist or a bucket list of things a man has to be or has to do. Oh yeah, and like ten times more. You know, like if a woman wants a man who's physically fit or a man who takes care of himself, then that's just her, you know, knowing her worth. Yeah. Versus if a man says the same thing, like if a man doesn't date a chubby woman, mm-hmm. um, then he's a hater and he's a terrible person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? So oh, like yeah. a man having a criteria versus a woman having a criteria, there seems to be a little bit of a double standard. For mm. me, I want a man who's physically fit. I don't want him nest. He doesn't need to look physically fit. Right. He just needs to be active, right? Because I'm active and so our lifestyles need to be compatible. So if it's easy for me to be like, listen, I need a man who's, who's physically active because I'm active. But if a man says that, he is the worst person 
person right. alive. Oh, absolutely. We get that all the time. Terrible. I broke, I broke out of that kind of mindset. I, I really, I'm looking for that, that one that's just going to, that, that captures me and enjoy life with versus, meshes with versus her appearance. Right. That, that mesh. And I, and I, um, like if I dating you now, that's what I have. Like, I'm not, I had my, my idea. Like when I got divorced, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I don't. I don't done this, do whatever. I'm gonna get what I want. I'm gonna get me a bad yeah. trophy mother. Like, I really want a foreign lady. Yeah. I, that was my goal. Really? And, yeah, I'm gonna fucking haul that Thailand. Get me, bring me back a Thailand bitch. I hate you. <laughs> I. <laughs> but, but as I got, oh, uh, you know, my mind got better and clear after all that, and I just really want somebody that's gonna make me happy. Yeah. You know, a little sex appeal. That's all I need. You I know, need some, I need some sex appeal. That's the most. You gotta have some sex appeal though. Sex but though. it wasn't nothing like I'm looking for this this bad bitch, but. Bad bitches bring problems because now you got niggas trying to holler at you, yeah, holler at your bad you know bitch what? all the time. <laughs> I always say though, like I wouldn't, I don't want nobody that no one else doesn't want though. Mm-hmm. Like I want, some, I want my girl, I want me and my woman to walk in. Everybody and, says that, but then they have a problem with that. I like, don't. I, I've I had situations do. where you come to me and being like, "Yo, you get though. so much attention. I think that's so sexy." Like they come up to me at that yeah. with that. And, but then when we're dating, it's a problem. Yeah, they're insecure. When I date, it. and I see it getting a serious way, the first, that's one of the questions I ask because of the feel I'm in. I'm in, you know, I'm in uh, the plays and, and the filmmaking yeah. and all that stuff. So it brings a lot of attention. It brings a lot of women around. And that's one of my questions. Can you handle that? Yeah. Can long you as I can, it? long as I can, you know, show you on my part, can you handle that? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just definitely don't have any preferences. All but, right, um, listeners. So tell us about your double standards, the things that you, I mean, we haven't, we haven't even, like even gotten to the surface of this. Right. This is the iceberg. A lot. <laughs> right? So what are the double standards that you absolutely hate or that you're working through yourself? For me personally, I'm trying my hardest to not have double standards. I'm trying my hardest to approach each individual person as to who they are and not bring all these preconceived notions with them, but it is so hard. So tell us the things that you're struggling with and the the double standards that you hate. All right. Please do. And you can hit us up on Facebook at Altino Shade, on IG at Altino Shade Podcast, on Gmail at Altino Shade Podcast at gmail.com. And if you're old school, you can go ahead and leave us a voicemail or send us a text message at 646-481-2368. And with that, let's go ahead and go with our What's What's wrong with him? What's wrong with him, Tony? with him today is Jason Whitlock. Y'all don't know who he Jason is. Jason Whitlock is a sports reporter. Right. I don't know Jason Whitlock. That's Jason Whitlock. He's a sports reporter. That's oh, um, he's a little chocolate little man. He, um, I, I forget what network he's on right now, sometimes. but I th- oh, yeah, I ignorant? really do think he's ignorant sometimes. right now. Oh, and tell me, tell me. This this was wrong with him. I actually had to measure it first. I had to measure it first because, but Jason Whitlock uh, actually has a problem with Terrell Owens not attending the NFL Hall of Fame ceremony. So uh, I really had to look into this because. I when I first hear about Terrell Owens not attending the, the NFL Hall of Fame, I was like, dude, what are you doing? Like, yeah. you waited your whole life for this. Yeah. But then again, I looked at at, at the same thing. It kind of reminded me of the oppression and all this other stuff that's going on. He's right. Like they treated this dude like crap for Most since he should he should have been the first ballot Hall of Fame. He should have been the first ballot. Hall right. Of Fame. The numbers he put up. So, but everybody's judging him from his character and what he's done off the field or whatever, uh, or how media has betrayed him. Um, yeah. I actually met Terrell Owens, um, and I actually just from my little experience of being around him or whatever, he is a he's a good dude. He's a funny dude. He's fun. I didn't see I like I was actually seeking for that, seeking for these these bad character um, tactics or whatever that the media keeps portraying from him or whatever. And I don't. But numbers speak for itself. This is what the Hall of Fame is about. It's yeah. about numbers. You you get in on them because I started looking at other NFL um, Hall of Fame players that 
that maybe uh, racist. I don't think he got in yet, but it built like Bill Romanowski. Like I feel like he should never get in. Yeah, just because great ball what player done. Yeah. and what he's done, but his off the field and being a racist and everything like that. That's those things to me that don't get in. Uh, so Jason Whitlock was like going off on him about it. Pretty much, he was like he should uh, he should not get in the Hall of Fame now because he's not going to attend oh, the ceremony. Wow. He right. said he shouldn't get in the Hall of Fame. I will say I just see the story about Terrell Owen not coming to the Hall of Fame and like deciding his own location for the because it was like North Carolina or something like that. And I thought that was very weird. I was like, they're honoring you and you're declining to go where they're telling you to. Well, go. I think you. you what but I'm I didn't saying, know the history. But the history is because. He's been cheated not getting in. From far as his numbers, he should have been a first fame, um, a first ballot Hall of Fame. What four years, two years ago, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, a long time. They ago. made him wait, and they and they're judging him on the, on the character and what they're saying. He does he's all always, the field and everything. He, he's, he's always messy. New. He always would kind of push back against media. He always had like a negative, like you know, outlook with the media. So they're using that against him. But like Tony said, he's a first round Hall of Famer. I read, actually read, read an article. That said, that may be the reason that um, Terrell Owens decided not to go is because of finances. And they said because a lot of people don't realize that you have to you pay you're basically paying for that all yourself unless the team is sponsoring. You have to pay for the the days that you're there. You have to pay for your family that you bring. You got to pay mm. for your flight. You got to pay for the, all the lodging. And so you know, To has far as media has gone mm. has had issues with finances. So they said maybe that's why he's not going. But he said did he say he was going to let us know why he decided not to? Do it, the Hall of Fame? No, what? he just declined. I like read his, I think it's an Instagram or Facebook statement where he's just mm. like, I don't want to go to necessarily where they're having it. But I think he was basing it off like the location and, and not being No, there. it wasn't the location. It was just how he was treated because NFL's been hating on him since he been in the league. And actually, especially when he retired and, you know, he kept, he, he kept saying that he was the Hall of Fame and everything. NFL tried to make an example out of him. And that and I and I agree with him. I agree with him. Jason Will, like I said, a lot of dumb stuff over the last few years though. Hasn't he? Jason Whitlock is a in my opinion is a coon. Ooh, not a coon. He's a coon. Dang. Right. So if, for, for him to not understand that, I understand Terrell Owens and his, his tactics and his in his mouth and didn't want to speak to the media and everything. And and it is funny because he was one of the ones like he's always a cancer in the locker room, but you always have the coaches and, and assistant coaches tell you different. I was just reading right here it mm-hmm. says Terrell Owens um called Jason Whitlock. Uncle Tomer. So I just him called him that. Yeah. <laughs> I've been calling Jason Whitlock that just because of the, you know, you, you listen to him, man. And yeah. Jason Whitlock doing what he wants to do to to eat and eat his steak and eat his media. oysters and, yeah. and take his ass to his condo because he actually said this one time. That's what really pissed me off about him on how he don't have to worry about all this other other stuff because he takes his, he gets in his Jaguar or whatever car it was at the time yeah. and he pulls up to his his uh, security gate and all this other stuff. And I just mind my business to come do this show tomorrow. So you don't really care what's going out here. And I think it was the whole Colin Cabinet thing that, that he was talking yeah. about. But Jason Whitlock, you are against the what's wrong with him with me, brother. He what's de- wrong with him? And he deserves it. All right, let's go ahead and transition to the advice piece, y'all. Mm. All right, so. Some juicy stuff. I always skip what's your ish. I don't know why. I just get so excited about the advice piece. All right, I have a good what's your ish. What you I'm really mean? excited about this. So what's first? Can I go first, Gal? Yeah, first, go. All right. My what's your ish is C.O. Bigelow Apothecaries. They have this lemon buttercream. It's lemon oil lemon and extract. Cream. It's ultra moisturizing. My best friend, Diamond Brown. Shout out, Diamond Brown. Mm. Uh, that's her real name. <laughs> um, she put me on to this. So cool. I have like a whole skincare regime because, you know, I'm weird. And so I put almond oil on and then I always put like a lotion on. Mm. 
this is magical. Like, y'all, feel my skin. It's so no, soft. I don't want to touch it. Feel my skin. Ooh, it's like a slip and slide. Feel I it. I can't reach. I got short arms. Feel <laughs> it. Yeah, alligator hands. Oh, it is pretty soft, <laughs> Okay. So, I've been on this for, like, the last, since I went to Atlanta, to that wedding. What is it? Velvet? Mm-hmm. What is this it? Suede? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes your skin so supple, so soft. Like mm. supple. Yes. That's a word. It is that is a, a word, word, honey. Supple. <laughs> it makes you it just moisturizes your skin so well that I just feel so hydrated. I feel like my skin is has gotten so soft mm. and just so nice recently. It was pretty smooth. Like, and that's crazy, but I, so I'm obsessed with this new lotion. So my new skin regime, ladies, and guys too, you want a soft skin, is I use, uh, I take a shower and I actually dry brush. Has anybody heard about this? No. So you take a it's brush. Floor, it's a floor wet? There's a, yeah, he Like a hairbrush. No, not a hairbrush. Okay. It's a body brush. Oh. You body brush yourself before you get into, the, my friend put me on So I'm assuming it's a soft. You take a brush. There's a specific body brush that you can buy for it, but you can get any brush, I guess. And you brush your skin before you take a shower. And then you take a shower, you, you know, clean yourself. And then I put almond oil and then I put this um, C.O. Bigelow Apothecary's Lemon Body Cream. She's going to take a picture of it and put it up for y'all. Yeah. I will. And my skin is in love. Like, I have never felt so soft. Mm. I've never felt so juicy in my life. Ooh, juicy. I'm just, like, so supple. And, like, it, and the best yeah, thing about word. it is, like, a lot of, like, my fade spots have been disappearing. Ooh. I feel like my skin is just really reacting well to mm. this, like, regime. So I'm going to have to put it on some certain spots on my mm. body. If you got the, well, the light t- skin guy, you got some spots you need smell to Smell it. Well, smell it, Tony. I smelled it earlier. It smelled pretty good. It um, smells delicious, so I just y'all. want to know, will it take the wrinkles out of balls? <laughs> it will make them smooth as eggs. It will make it smooth as eggs, but it will not take the wrinkles out. Damn. Look like but it balls. and it smells delicious, y'all. Like no, I pro- like. Well, I'm gonna have some lemon butter hey, nuts. She said it smells delicious, so why she's down <laughs> smell there? It. I, I smelled it earlier. Like yeah, smell it smells t- good. Jay. I'm gonna have some lemon butter nuts. I'm gonna get this. Uh, I hate him. Lemon it's butter like putting nuts. Botox does, on the balls. It does smell pretty good. It smells it very smell good, good, and it's just very, it's lemon very, very balls. moisturizing. So that's what I'm on right now. I like that. Lemon. All right, what's your ish, Tony? I'm still on a lemon butter balls. I hate you so much right now. Lemon butter balls. Say it with me, Cass. Will not lemon say it with you. Butter balls. Lemon butter balls. Do not say it with Tony. Oh my God. Get out of here. I hate uh, both of you. Come on, Tony. You need the lemon butter balls. LBB. Lemon butter balls. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to move on. All right, y'all. My ish today is the Cash Social Kitchen on 208 South Howard. Cask. Cass, okay. social Howard. Actually, uh, for those in the Tampa Bay area, it used to be Mangroves, which is now Cass. Um, I actually went to their brunch last Sunday, and it was pretty good. And um, I had this crab dip that was like mm. super rich. I love crab dip. You have to have some water with it, but it oh, is so awesome. It is so awesome, so rich. And they have this drink that I've been liking for like the last year called Black Bubbles. And it's pretty good. It, um, I don't know what's in it. I don't even care, but it's good as hell. And they put like all these mulberries and berries in it, mm. and it's pretty good. And it's, it's pretty strong. 
it's pretty strong and it, it's pretty good. So that's my um that's my ish is go down to Cash Social. Those who are the that? Is it C A S K? Yeah, it's actually uh yeah C A S K. I so, know, yeah, I've never been there. I was actually over at um Rue today. I think Ooh, I saw. Cool. I think I went past um the cast. Yeah, but when you go over there, if you go to their brunch on a Sunday, get their crab dip, um, and the black bubbles drink is awesome. All right, I'm gonna have to check it out because you know I love getting my drinky drink on. So cool. I'm trying to cut back on my drinking, man. I got some. I got Cuba coming. I'm trying, but when I come to this show, y'all be giving me stuff. Yeah, we got problems. I always give him tea to sip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my ish this week, I don't know if y'all, well, I know Tony and L follow me on my social media, but listeners, if you don't follow me on my social media, then you probably didn't see that I was on a boat yesterday. Oh my God. I yeah. wanted to be so bad. Showing out too. Showing out. So, Showing out. Captain J, y'all. <laughs> look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> I am the captain now. I'm the captain now. So yeah, so my ish this week is um, boat clubs. I joined a boat club over in Clearwater, Florida. There. And just so you know, they... Boat clubs exist all over the United States, so Freedom Boat Clubs, et cetera, et cetera. So if you've ever been interested in joining or being on the boat, you can join these boat clubs and rent a boat whenever you want on the weekend. I actually joined one called Cove Cape Marina Boat Club, and yesterday- How much is it? Um, we, Me and a few friends ended up paying for like 500 hours, $500 per hour, which is like 25 hours. And you pay you pay for what you use basically, and okay. so um, we went out for four hours yesterday. But you didn't say how much it was. Um, five twenty five. It's like twenty dollars an hour, but with twelve twelve people though, you split that. Oh yeah, that's easy. It's easy. Yeah. So oh, okay, got gotcha. That's what we did. We just split the Hell, cost I need of that. Good charter boat. Man, it was so much. It was so much fun. It like, looked riding. like someone. I was jealous. I yeah. wanted to be there. It yeah. was a good time. We went out there. We had our music playing. We had the. We had the uh, drink. drinks. Oh yeah! Oh shit! It. Yo, we rolled up the whiskey joes. Hey. Yeah, we were playing. This is America. We rolled up. All the everybody was looking at us. Y'all played this is America with a white man driving. Yeah. No, I was driving. I mean, but the white man on the boat. No, it wasn't white man on the boat. It's your boat. That's my boat. Oh, you rented the boat. We rented the boat. Oh shit, y'all! He rents the boat. We rent. I thought the y'all boat. chartered the boat. That's no. why I said I need me a charter boat. No, okay, but no, you boat. get to take the boat. Take I want a boat. charter boat. I don't want to rent the boat. Oh shit! Yo, it was so easy to drive the boat. It, everyone got on there. Yeah, it was simple to drive. Yeah, it was so fun. So I'm um, trying to get lit. I can't drive. So yeah, that's that's my ish this week. Boat clubs. If you're in the Tampa Bay area, go to Cove K Marina. It's super cheap. If you have, especially if you have friends with you, you can split the cost. And uh, yeah. Go, you check That's it out. Up. I, I got to get it on that. Really? All right. So now it's time for us to move into the advice piece. What I think we got a good advice piece today. Um, I love L, hearing this stuff. You're going to read it all for us. I, absolutely. Why don't you go and dig there? Our advice piece, which I always get so excited about, so I always just try to jump in. Always jump in. Right. I know. Service. All right. <clears throat> we should change that. All right. So my girlfriend makes <laughs> about 30000 a year, and I make 10 times that. I love her, want to get married someday. However, I don't agree with her spending habits. One of mm. our biggest problems is the fact that I insist on her signing a prenuptial agreement before we get married. I have property, multiple vehicles, a 401k, and I'm working towards a decent retirement. She's nothing and has had multiple failed relationships. She feels insulted that I asked her to sign a prenup saying I'm wrong and preparing for the marriage to fail. I'm not trying to hear it. I'm seen, I've seen too many men get taken to the cleaners. Mm. Why is it wrong for a well-to-do individual to protect themselves financially from an individual who is bringing nothing to the table but could decide to leave with the table? Properties, vehicles, bank accounts, etc. I don't think anything's wrong for wanting mm-hmm. a prenup. I think he's per- perfectly okay to do that. Well, you know, while marriage should be um, and a forever thing, I think we all know that it isn't. 
and in most cases, the man is the one who ends up losing half of what he's built. Right. And so that's a double standard by itself. Mm-hmm. And so I think he's okay. I think he should definitely continue, you know, do it. And if she doesn't want to do it, then maybe he, she's not the one to mm-hmm. be with. If he's that worried about losing the thing that he's built. So I don't think he's wrong. Tony? No, I'm, I'm agreeing with you because uh, we know how hard it is to to build all this stuff and then Absolutely. To be, and just be swiped up under you. So uh, her being in the film in her feelings, I'm kind of hoping she kind of sits back and think about it and realize the situation he's in. And it's always easy for us to say, you know, when you, when you love somebody, walk away from it. But yeah. cause I'm quick to say, if I hear a situation like that, I'm going to tell the dude, like, dude, that's don't even think about marriage then. Yeah. Um, it's not, but you know, it, it's harder. It's easier said than done. Yeah. Um, so, but you know what you work for and everything. And this is how, you get the the mass murders or I ain't gonna say mass murder, but the people that snap yeah. or whatever because someone like this has that mindset of of, of taking everything from you just because y'all got married. Yeah, and that's BS. So I'm actually in agreement with this um, prenuptial uh, just because you know she's she's not doing what he's equally doing. So and, and he has stuff already established. So no, I'm I'm totally in agreement with um, him stepping aside if she's not going to do the pre. A prenuptial thing. I think I'm a unique though because I'm gonna say my perspective on it, but my perspective is a little bit different because I make good money and so I'm down for the prenup. Right. But that's because generally the people, people I date is they make less than I do. Yeah. Right. And have less assets than I do. And so I'm down for the prenup. I ain't mm-hmm. trying to pay nobody alimony. Right. Um, no. And so I think you come into what you I think you come and leave with what you have. Right. But I think I don't think that is necessarily a. Now, I might look at the situation but, different if she helped him build to that moment or build the things that he has. Right. So that, the whole Kobe might, Bryant right. situation where right. Kobe was like, they're like, oh, you wasn't in the. Right. In you want to shoot shoot in the shoot, gym with me? Shooting right. in the gym with right. me. Exactly. But she was taking care of the kids and she was taking care of the home and that, she was taking care of him. And so does she get a right to some of his money? I don't know. I, I really don't know that relationship. I think people are entitled to a, a, a certain amount from the moment they get married, right? It's like, right. okay, whatever we build together, right. together. Exactly. from this exactly. point on, right. this is what you're entitled to. Anything prior to prior that, to it right. doesn't you count. are not entitled to I that. I agree with that. That's what I'm okay with. Like, Amen. Because you yeah. never know how successful you could be without that person. Because quite frankly, your significant other provides a lot of support. Even oh, if yeah. it's not like financial support, it emotional support is one of those things that's underrated. Having it someone is. who believes in you and someone who's there to like when you're down and out and you're ready to check out to be like, no, you got this. Right. Like that, to me, that cost is so, it's more expensive than you think. Right. right? Because when you're doubting yourself and you have someone who's like building you up, that is, that's priceless. Right. Just because they're not out there working um, in the streets like you, they may be behind at home, you know, doing your ads, doing your right. Instagram account, doing your other things to help build you up. So that all counts towards building that, that, I mean, let's be real. A marriage is a business, right? Like it you is. Are, it's a merger and yeah, acquisition. You are That's, building an empire. Right. What you just said, L, um, I just learned that. Yeah. I just learned that at my age. And I, and, I, and I'm going to say this, like I was married for 13, 14 years. Yeah. I actually feel I actually feel the person I'm with now is more entitled to my the things I've built, built or yeah. 401k all that stuff is more entitled than my your ex-wife, wife yeah. your, your ex-wife right because I didn't have that because she supported she supports you now yes the who I have now supports that. your emotional she support. supports that and she builds on a lot of things and everything but I didn't have that with 
So and so. Yeah. My question to this gentleman is, why would you want to marry someone with such bad spending habits, and are you willing to teach her to do better? So that would be a concern. Like, if she, to me. she shows no changes. It's not even a, a I thought honestly, in my mind. That, that would be my issue. My thought process with that is it depends on how will, how much they're willing to let you take the reins. Because everybody doesn't have a strong... Is Everybody's not strongest on everything, right? So, oh, but, of course not. Budgeting yeah, and financial stability... I suck at it. That's not I everybody's strongest um, skill. Characteristic, yeah. I, I wish whoever I'm with would yeah. be strong in that. So they can teach me and show me exactly. how to be Exactly. And so you might... Like, I don't necessarily look at somebody's financial situation in terms of like if they're in debt or or if they're making bad spending habits necessarily negatively because I feel at some level I'm responsible and uncomfortable enough to take over that. I agree. I look at their potential to be great. But I think I think it's an issue for this gentleman because he brought it up, right? Mm-hmm. It's like right. I brought it up as a point of she only makes 30k a year. Yeah. Right. And so that's she has issue. horrible spending habits. Yeah, too. So but that's because he, he up, right? but I think he feels comfortable in the fact that he can take care of her and reel her spending habits in. But what I think he doesn't want is that if they do end up getting divorced, that this person who only makes 30,000 a year and who has terrible spending habits so she's not saving is all of a sudden going to now be entitled to all of his all of the assets that he's acquired prior to the marriage. Right. Well, hopefully he hasn't been um, entertaining her spending habits, like just letting her do whatever and not bringing it to her attention. Yeah. That's, that's could be another problem. Cause she's probably thinking, Oh, he got this. He loves me. You know what I'm saying? I so she thinks she can, want. She yeah, that's true. That's a good point. So well, I think at some he level, to, he probably too. makes a lot of money based on what he says. Yeah, I understand. And so I think he supplements her. So I think he's comfortable with her spending the way she's spending. But she's spending the way she's spending, not on a $30,000 budget. Right, she's yeah. spending she has him. the way she's yeah, spending right. based on his budget. And I think he's comfortable with that. Well, it's time for him to speak. But what he's saying is, if we break up, I'm not comfortable in continuing to yeah. support you, which I think is fair. Right. I think that's fair. I mean, and I'm that, not against that. I don't think he's wrong for that. I do think he's wrong. Um, with using her past failed relationships against her, as a, a I do too. I thought that was weird about why he's thinking about this prenup. Logic says but, he's probably had quite a few bad. Like if you're in a new relationship, that means you've had past failed relationships, absolutely. right? Absolutely, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's be the one thing I have. That's I think true, he's wrong with. Yeah, he probably he probably heard some stories from her. So yeah. I'm, right. I'm putting that in consideration as well. He didn't put it in the, in the story, yeah. but I'm gonna put that. That's probably one of the reasons why he's bringing this up and he's seeing a trend that's going on. I will definitely say, and maybe I'll, I'll finish this up for all of us is that, um, in terms of prenuptial agreements, and, and I think her biggest argument is that she's planning for him to fail. But if you plan to win, then you shouldn't be worried about prenuptial agreement. I think prenuptial agreement is just a smart way to, to plan for the worst, but I think you hope for the best. And if she's going to build with him, then you build from that point on. Exactly. All right, guys, if if you have advice, then go ahead and hit us up on our Gmail at altinoshadepodcast at gmail.com. And then always, if you have feedback and comments, just slide in our DM on Facebook at altinoshade or on IG at altinoshadepodcast. And if you like old school, you like to just call us up or you like to send us a text message, you can send us at 646-481-2368. That is 646-481-2368. Anything else, fellas? I have nothing else. I'm ready to take this day off tomorrow. I hate you. I hate you so much. All right, you guys. All right, sippers. So if you have any double standards that you are considering or that you hate, make sure you hit us up. And with that, I'm going to call this sip session done. Hello. Bye.